0: My Surrender Church family, I think my love for mysteries all started back with Where's Waldo. Do you remember those books? I used to spend hours poring over those pages looking for where they hid Waldo. Then I moved on to those magic eye posters where they would hide a 3D image uh, where you couldn't see it unless you crossed your eyes. But when I was growing up, I had this painting hanging in our living room. It's called A Prayer for the Wild Things by Bev Doolittle. And I used to stare at this for hours because she hid all kinds of animals in this painting. And so I would just try to search for them all. Why don't you guys try to search uh, this painting, see how many you can find in one or two minutes. And we're back. It's crazy, but there's actually 34 animals in that painting. I think our minds really enjoy to discover something that is hidden. Today, we are going to discover, uncover, and shine a light on the resurrection life of Jesus that he has hidden for us. So let's get at it. Colossians 3, 3 and 4. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This text basically says three things. You have mysteriously died with Jesus. You are mysteriously alive with Jesus. And when Jesus comes back... There will be no more mystery at all. Mystery number one. You died with Jesus. He says, for you died. Um, no, I didn't die. Bring out your dead <laughs> husband. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninefants. I'm not dead. Here. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. Ooh. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. I've never died physically. So what is this talking about? Well, we have to look at the sister verse to the verse that we're looking at right now. And that verse is Galatians 2.20. Let's read. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. He says, I have been crucified. That's in the perfect tense in the Greek, which means it's a past action that has present consequences. So I haven't died physically, but Jesus has. And when Jesus died on the cross, he died for every single person in the world who would put their faith in him, so that his death would be their death. What happened to him happened to us. He physically died and physically rose from the dead so that I can share in all of that reality with him. I deserved to die on the cross and suffer for my sins, but he did it for me. We can illustrate what this means with a story from James Calvert. He was a missionary on his way to the Fiji Islands. And as he was approaching the Fiji Islands, uh, the captain of the ships begged him, said, do not go to these, uh," they were cannibals, they were savages, the the local people who lived there. He begged him, do not go uh, there. You're probably going to die. And the missionary, James Calvert, told him, we died before we ever came here. James Calvert teaches us that when we died on the cross with Jesus, we really died to all of our will, all of our hopes and dreams of what we wanted our life to be. And instead, we live his life through us. So mystery number one is solved. I died on the cross with Jesus. He offered me a deal and I took it with something called faith. I put my faith in him. Now, mystery number two is that I'm alive with Jesus. Our text says your life is hidden with Christ in God and Christ who is our life. So your life is hidden with Christ. Well, what does that mean? First, quick history lesson. Back in the day, there was some false teachers going around through all the churches called Gnostics, and they were telling everybody that you had to have a super secret hidden knowledge, hidden was their key word, in order for you to really know God or in order for you to really uh, be a Christian. You had to have the secret hidden knowledge. They loved that word hidden. So when Paul uses the word hidden in our verse, saying that our life is hidden in Christ, he is using wordplay to show how different what we believe is from what those false teachers believed and taught. Paul is saying there's basically nothing hidden from regular people. You don't have to be super spiritual or anything special in order to know Jesus really and walk with him. Jesus literally invites anyone and everyone to come and know him and know all that he would give them through his grace. Our new life is found with Christ. We're locked up with him, combined with him. There's no separation from him and us at all. It's like something that is locked in a safe, not to keep it secret, but to keep it safe and protected. It's not to hide it from us, but it's to keep it safe for us. We're locked in Jesus, and Satan doesn't know the combo. And that's what it means to have your life hidden with Christ. Then our text adds this, when Christ, who is our life, appears. Christ is our life. And that's the deepest truth of grace. It's not that Jesus makes your life better. It's that Jesus becomes your life. Everything you need, want, everything you should become, Jesus becomes that for us. Isn't that awesome? And it's not just a metaphor. Oh, he's my life. I'm just obsessed with him. It's not just a metaphor. It's a reality. Listen to how Jesus talked. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But these were written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. He who has the Son has life, and he who does not have the Son does not have life. Do I have this life? This resurrection life? A life that is alive with his will and his passion? Am I living like someone who has died to themselves and is alive in Christ? If I'm not, I simply need to come to him and ask him to do these things for me he will grant it he will give it it's a supernatural work that he does in my life in my heart i don't have to make these things manufacture these things by my own efforts but it does take that that personal interaction with him saying jesus i need you i need you to transform me to change me to give me your life So, mystery number two is solved. We are alive with Christ, sharing a resurrection life. Our life is now hidden with Him and in Him, and it's flowing from Him. We are in perfect union with Him. So, number one, we have mysteriously died with Christ. Number two, we're mysteriously alive with Christ. Number three... All of these mysteries are not going to be mysteries anymore when Jesus comes back. Our text says, when Jesus, who is your life, appears, you will also appear with him in glory. When Jesus returns, everyone will know who is saved, who really belongs to him. It's not going to be a mystery to anybody. I'm going to close with a simple story. In Tarpon Springs, Florida, one of the major occupations is sponge diving. The sponge diver puts a big helmet on his head and then he goes down into the water and hunts for sponges. And as he gathers all his sponges, uh, air is pumped from the surface down into his helmet so that he can survive. And without this connection to the life-giving air that's on the surface of the water, he wouldn't be able to survive. We also are living in a dangerous and deadly environment. But we also are connected to a life source above. Whenever you feel discouraged or down, actually at all times, we are not supposed to set our minds on what surrounds us, but on what's above us. Seeking that heavenly life that flows through a relationship with Jesus. Jesus has promised us an abundant life. And that life flows from him to us through his Holy Spirit. It's a free gift available to you and to me today as we humbly ask. My family, God bless you. Let's connect. Let's participate. Let's engage with our questions and really see what God is going to do through us and for us today. Let me just end with a prayer for you guys. God, I pray that each person who is here today would participate in the life that you share with us. Give us your hope Give us your peace. Give us your joy. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you.